Hello and welcome to Not So Molly Mormon podcast. Hi, you guys, and welcome back. This is Sarah. And this is Katie. Yay! Yay! And sorry for the break that we took. I was a sickie last week and didn't have a voice, so we didn't record. We took a week off, but we're back and we've got some good stuff to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> we have so many things to catch you up on, okay? Um, first of all, Katie's on the struggle bus today because post-Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you get older, and I swear, like, if you don't get enough sleep and you have a couple of drinks, you're just struggling the next day. So that's me right now. Hopefully, I don't sound like too much of a downer because I am excited to wow, be here. Wow, wow. No, you don't. You sound great. Um, I completely forgot about the Super Bowl until this morning and I saw everyone's memes and like, I don't know, all these comments, and I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't watch it, and then I got put to shame, because one of my German colleagues was like, oh, yeah, I stayed up last night, and I watched it, and I was like, oh, (laughs) I'm not a good American, I failed, I didn't watch it. I like it for the food and the friends, we had a, we had a party, so it was lots of fun, um, and it was kind of funny, because the halftime show was pretty great it was j-lo and shakira and they rocked it and um, i just couldn't help but think like very conservative people or perhaps mormons if they were watching that were (laughs) probably making comments about how it wasn't a family-friendly super bowl halftime show (laughs) because (laughs) they were shaking their booties but i was like go girls go (laughs) oh i heard that they slayed like yeah it was great incredible um okay I feel like we have a lot of things to go through before we start our actual topic because I just think it's been so long so first of all you guys we were nominated for the Brody award of I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right I'm assuming it's Brody and not yeah it's I I think it's named after Fawn Brody she wrote um No Man Knows My History about Joseph Smith so yeah so we were nominated. I am not sure who of you nominated us. We know of perhaps one person that nominated us, but thank you to anyone else who did because we got nominated. And if you go to the the website um, before February 9th, so if you're listening to this in basically real time, you still have time to vote. Uh, so before February 9th, if you go to, I believe it's marketstreetplaza.com, we're under the category for best podcast. And you can just click on our, our name and vote. So that's exciting. <laughs> Woo! It's super exciting. And I was telling Katie before, I had all the feels and all the emotions. Because when we were first nominated, we had like three votes. And then it was just so sweet. I, like, reached out to you guys. Well, we did both on the podcast. And then I reached out to, like, friends and people at work. And we now have over 110 votes, which is crazy in just the space of, what, like, two days, I think? Yeah. Yeah, you guys are great. You we're very, very grateful. Thank you. I know. I have all the feelings. It warmed (laughs) my heart and made me so happy. Um. And also, we have been receiving 
incredible emails and DMs on our Instagram from people who have literally warmed our hearts. I know I say it all the time, but it's just my favorite expression. And (laughs) yeah, like some of them brought me to tears, not going to lie. So thank you for your lovely emails and for encouraging us to keep doing what we're doing. Yeah, big thanks. And of course, to our patrons, we always want to give you thanks too. Um, yeah. Thanks for your support each month and for everyone else who's uh, sending their love and support. So thanks, you guys. Yeah, big thank you. Woo! And <laughs> it keeps going. Chatty <laughs> Kathy is back <laughs> in the house. Um, also, those who responded to Jay's episodes, we had a few people reach out and actually respond. So Jay was at my apartment the whole week before he left. And so when that episode was aired or came out, um, you guys sent in messages and it was so sweet. And it was like a really great uh, last few nights with Jay where I was able to share with him those emails. And they really touched his heart as well. And he was just overwhelmed with emotion and gratitude for those messages so if you did send any messages that were in response or directed to jay just so you know he has read them and he loved them so thank you dang we're just full of gratitude today aren't we so much and last (laughs) but not least i'm grateful for my new badass tattoo you guys oh yeah yeah that i love um that you shared it she posted it on our instagram story and so many people were loving it as well because it's great it's so so perfect for the i think like the ex-mormon person you know it's you're declaring your worth you're totally worthy It was really like a moment of like empowerment. I sounded such a basic white bitch. It was like a moment of like <laughs> empowerment. Um, but it really was when I got the tattoo, I left and I just felt on top of the world. And I was going to get another tattoo that just said bold. Because as I told Katie, like 2020 is my year to be bold and to speak my truth and not like worry or obsess so much about offending people or disappointing people because that stresses me out so much and I'm constantly worried about my family being disappointed or my friends being disappointed or just hurting people and at the end of the day I'm speaking my truth but I'm still polite and I think that that's fine and yeah I'm worthy of that you guys hell yes (laughs) my job also one of the listeners I'm so sorry. I don't remember. Well, I just know the handle. I don't know people's actual names because I only see the handles. But apparently we have a matching tattoo, which is pretty cool. She has it oh. on her ribs. Oh, that's cool. I know. Twinsies. Holla. Oh, that's- my God. Everyone should get this tattoo. And then it's like another cult that we <laughs> created. <laughs> we started the Exmo cult. And everyone's yeah, with, everyone has to have a worthy tattoo. <laughs> But we could at least have cuter underwear. Oh, bless. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, okay, for those people who have, like, fast forward and are like, God, Sarah's such a chatty bitch. Get on with the topic. <laughs> um, now, here is our topic. Katie, go for it. Today, we are talking about multi-level marketing. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Specifically multi-level marketing and how it relates to Mormonism because, hello, we are an ex-Mormon podcast, so, duh. Duh. But, yeah, we are very excited to discuss this. 
We are pumped. But before we dive in, we want to make a claimer. Claimer. <laughs> Why do I have a Minnesota <laughs> accent? Um, we just want to say before that we are not doing this episode to offend anyone who is a part of a MLM or period. No, wait, not period. Pyramid scheme is what they're called, right? Yeah, I, they don't like it when you call them pyramids. I know they don't, but I could not use it. Okay, sorry, I've already offended you. So basically, <laughs> anyone who is a part of that, we're sorry we're not doing this episode to offend you or to make fun of your income or the way that you work. It's just in general. So just keep that in mind. These are generalizations slash also facts that we found, but they're not representative of each and every person who participates in MLMs. Okay. Right. And, um, yeah, like I was telling Sarah before we started recording, we it's similar in how we criticize the Mormon church. Um, but we're not necessarily criticizing an individual Mormon member. And we realize that there's nuance and that there are good people within Mormonism and there are good people within MLMs, but there we need to point out the facts of what things are. And just like how we feel like it's important to criticize the Mormon church, we feel like it's important to criticize MLMs as well. And so if you're part of one, we aren't saying that you're stupid or criticizing you, but we do want to talk about the truth about these companies. So that's why we're doing this. And also we want to share stories of stupid people who are not you. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I have a whole shit ton of them and they're just Good giggles. Yeah. So speaking of that, Katie, what does MLM stand for? Tell oh. us. So MLM stands for multi-level marketing, or some people call it network marketing, um, or pyramid scheme. But um, it's basically, it's a company where if you want to be a part of it, you have to buy in. And in order to make money, you have to sign up other people below you, which is called your downline. And that's how if if you can do that, if you're if you can get a lot of people underneath you, you can make some money, but you're making money because the people below you are buying in and they usually the companies have some kind of product that they sell, but that's not really where the money comes from. It's from people buying in to the company and very, 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 very few people make money. Um, in an MLM. It, um, from the Federal Trade Commission, they showed that over 99.5% of people make no money or actually lose money in an <gasps> MLM. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm pulling an Oprah moment and saying I need you to repeat that. Over 99.5% oh. of people make zero money or lose money. So the people at the very top make a whole lot of money, but it's less than 1% of people that are in it and they're at the very top and they make all the money. So <laughs> oh that's my God. the basic. And so that's why it's like a pyramid. The person at the very top of the triangle or the pyramid makes all the money. And then the people below make like maybe a little bit of money. And then everyone at the bottom fills up the pyramid and they're essentially 
that's how the person at the top makes all their money is because those people bought in and they don't make anything. So, oh my God, my mind is blown right now. It's <laughs> it's pretty skeevy if you ask me. Um, but because I also before we jump in, okay, no, no, keep going, keep going, keep going. Oh no, you're good. If you want to say something. No, I think it's good what you're doing, explaining it, and then we can get into the actual companies because my brain's just already thinking of all these different right. companies. Right. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah. So um, that's the basis of it. But they have, like Sarah was just saying, there's tons. I mean, for almost any product you can think of, there's an MLM for it. Um, but there are some more popular ones. And they, they are very popular in Utah. Um Utah is like the world headquarters of MLMs, MLM companies, and they're really popular with Mormons. So lots of Mormons buy into these and most of them end up getting scammed, losing their money, um, and very few uh, do make money off of it and are some of the higher ups that live in Utah. And a lot of those companies in Utah were actually founded by Mormons, which is interesting. I mean, I guess that makes sense because Utah is where a lot of Mormons live. So that would make sense that <gasps> they would be founded there, too. But it's funny if you <clears throat> if you drive up and down like the I-15, the um, freeway in Utah, you can just look off to the side of the road basically anywhere and you'll see either a billboard or the actual building headquarters for so many multi-level marketing companies it's insane (laughs) I feel like Utah and especially like Salt Lake City is the I wouldn't even so you know how there's like um oh my god what's it called a tech what is it tech hub no guys I'm struggling oh yeah like the technical whatever almost like uh, the silicon valley but it's for mlm yeah but it's for tech anyways i'm totally drawing a blank right now and that's sad because i work in that industry so don't judge me um but i feel like utah is like the hub for mlms and security systems oh like, these are the two things that utah does 100 percent. oh it thir- yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like, just- the security systems and then basically any MLM you can think of, you'll find it in Utah. <laughs> you know, and I also I have to give a shout out to my ex Mormon colleague because he brought that up today. I was talking to him about what we're recording today and he said something that I didn't even think of, but it's so true. He's like, well, yeah, of course, they're Mormons like these MLM companies are Mormon base because they have free training like it's they've all gone or most of them have gone on missions where they have to proselyte which is just another way of cold calling and knocking door to door yeah oh my god that's so true yeah that's definitely something that I have written down in my notes is that Mormons are prime for this kind of scheme because They're like, yeah, they're taught even when they're not actually on a mission. You're taught from a very young age, every member a missionary, and you're taught (laughs) that you need to share the gospel with people. You need to be very vocal about your belief. And um, and then, yeah, if you do go on a mission, you are going door to door and trying to basically sell your religion. And that's what 
multi-level marketing is, is you're trying to get people to join you and to buy in and to believe something in something. And so it's very similar. They're totally set up to just buy right into this crap. (laughs) Guys, there's so many, I'm like so excited and I have all these thoughts running in my head, but I'm trying to keep them organized. So I'm not going to interrupt you. Just you go on with your explanation I just have I'm like oh Katie can we go into the product types and oh can we go into the companies and <laughs> oh I, I don't tell care. our stories about people who harass us about trying to buy their stupid shit that I don't <laughs> want to buy right yes I think everyone probably has a really good story about that but um so something that I want to touch on before we get into like the funny stories is that so not only are MLMs like very prime for Mormons, but also Mormon women, mainly Mormon women, because Mormon women are usually like, at least we're taught as a Mormon that it, the goal is to be a stay at home mom, right? Like mm-hmm. you're supposed to have kids and stay home with them if you can. Um, and that leads to probably a lot of women feeling like they're not contributing to the household or they're feeling lonely And they're very vulnerable to these companies that say, hey, look, hey, you can make money from your from your phone at home. And (laughs) don't you want to make money staying at home and not have to put your kids in daycare? Like, don't you want to be a good mom and stay home with them? But look, you can still make money doing what I do. And um, there was um, I found an interesting article in The New York Times that said, It says Utah has one of the highest concentration of stay-at-home mothers in the entire country. The estimate is that 46% of, like, middle-aged women in Provo are not working, which is a lot. Like, that's almost half of women around our age. They're not working in Provo, and while only 8% of men don't work. Um, And it said in this article, heavily Mormon areas are a throwback in time. The male-dominated nature of Mormon culture has kept non-employment rates for prime-age women extremely high, as high in some areas as they were for American women in the 1950s. (gasps) So I feel like we joke sometimes and we're like, oh, wow, Mormonism, it's like you're living in the 1950s. But I mean, it's true. And they're all, they all want to be stay-at-home moms and but they still now they're these multi-level marketing companies coming in and saying, "Hey, you can make all this money." And then they get suckered in and it's really sad. Oh my god, that's that oh, I just have I have so many feelings. Um <laughs> this made me think of so Katie sent me this um YouTube video to watch in preparation for this episode. Yes, you heard that correctly. I did a bit of research slash I didn't really. <laughs> Katie sent me something to watch, so it doesn't really count. But at least I did it, you guys. I informed myself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's this really um, cool BBC documentary about this. And it's called, I mean, we can share it in our story, but mm. it's basically MLM, our makeup empires exploiting moms. <laughs> Instead of moms. moms because yeah. Brits are so damn cute. Um, and one of the things is they interview, I don't know if Katie, if you remember, but they interviewed one of the girls in the beginning. It's like this woman and her husband who met on their missions and they got married and had kids. And she talks about that, the why 
the reason why it's so appealing to Mormon mothers because it prompt like she's like we're taught that we're supposed to stay at home and you know take care of the household and blah 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 so we can do that while also earning money. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it made me sick to my stomach when she said that because it's basically like again just emphasizing the sexism in the church and telling yep. women that they have to stay at home and the only job that or option they have of work is doing this thing where they lose out money and probably feel worse about themselves than they did oh, before. Exactly. Yeah. It totally is that emphasis on that sexism and then preying on like you're trusting, like, you know, imagine you're living in Utah and all of your neighbors are Mormon. And so you trust them because we're taught, you know, it's almost like that sorry to use this word, but the cult mentality of like everyone who's in the cult is good and everyone who's out is not. And so you, you trust these people. And so you're approached by your neighbor who's also in your ward and you think she's, you know, a really good person that would never scam you. And she probably is a good person that just got scammed by someone else. But then you sign up underneath her and it's because you're like, oh yeah, like she has the same faith as me. Like she, you know, all of this is going to work out help us and there went five grand (laughs) so oh it's it's gross it's so gross and it's you guys it's not even just like your neighbor or people like yeah I I can remember it was visiting teachers which for people who aren't oh my gosh (laughs) yeah 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 people who are Mormon visiting we talked about this a bit in the past but Men are home teachers and women are visiting teachers and they're like two people. So they're companions that you're assigned to in the ward, like a person you're assigned to. And you then you have visiting teachees who are people who you go and once a month you're supposed to like sit with them and give a lesson and check in <laughs> on how they're doing and make sure they're okay. And then the men do that. Their home teachers do that with their home teachees. And the men have men to do and women a set of women that they're responsible for because of course men can have double the amount because they're so powerful and their dicks are so great um (laughs) whatever I mean I don't think that this program is it's not even they don't even have visiting teaching anymore right no they call it ministering now (laughs) (laughs) wow the church's marketing is on point like I should take lessons from their content marketing to do my job better they 100% changed to that word to try to seem more Christian we all know that but yeah so there's you're just supposed to like I don't even know just be friendly with your neighbors now but yeah it used to be you were like assigned to either a woman in your ward or like a family in your ward and you would have to go like yeah. teach them. And so you were saying that the visiting teachers would try to sell you on MLM and MLM uh, when you yeah, were. Yeah, maybe it wasn't both like it because, you know, you, you have two. So maybe it wouldn't be like both of them. But I've had it in the situation where I was like one of the partners or whatever wouldn't during the lesson, but would just constantly like do little like oh, well, you're feeling this way. Well, how about you try this? Or, oh, I, I have some good makeup for you to use. Or, blah, blah, blah. and I'm just like, and I was naive. I had never heard of any of this stuff before I went out to BYU. No, that's a lie. I knew about Amway. My my yeah. aunt sold Amway. So I was aware of that. 
um, and Mary Kay. But other yeah. than that, I had never, like, I thought it was just makeup and, like, Mary Kay, Amway, and Avon were the only Probably. three I ever heard of before I moved to Utah. And then it was like, I got tricked so many times. Like, I never actually bought stuff or fell for it. But I would be like, oh, yeah, tell me more. And then they would start. And I was like, no, it's oh, another one. <laughs> yeah, there's so many. Like, you know, there's what? New Skin, Young Living, doTERRA, what? It Works, Herbalife, Lips and. Oh, my God, Herbalife. No. I fell for that shit, too. <laughs> Oh, you guys, I take it back. I did buy shit. I bought Herbalife and I tried that and it's just, we'll get into that story in a second. Yeah, there's also, um, well, what is, what is the competitor? So there was Zango and then there was a competitor to Zango. Um, with like the juice? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to say it was. I don't remember. Is it like I don't Tahitian know. something? Why is oh, that coming? Oh, Tahitian Noni. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I think I actually tried that at some point because you guys, if you've never lived in Utah, it's, it's everywhere. And I didn't even realize, I mean, I guess I kind of knew, but I also didn't know that they were pyramid schemes really. And because they're just everywhere and everyone's, you know, seemingly supporting it for the most part. I mean, I'm sure there are, uh, of course, there are Mormons who don't buy into it, of course. But like when it's just so prevalent, you don't really stop and think like, oh, this doesn't seem like a legit business. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And then there's also like, um, there's a new makeup unique one. And then there's another one. Oh, I just got scammed with it the other day. Well, I didn't say yes, but I just got like tons of messages about it the other day from this girl who you guys, it makes you feel like you're special at first because I'm like, oh, they're being nice and like reaching out to me because of blah, blah, blah. And then you start going into it and you're like, oh, you're trying to sell me something. You really don't give a shit about me. You're just trying to sell something to me. Um, oh, it's going to drive me crazy. It's another makeup one, I believe. There's so freaking many, like, there's just so many. Um, well, there's also, do you remember the, um, the one that was with clothes? It was like leggings. LuLaRoe. Yes. Yeah. So LuLaRoe actually was founded by Mormons. They're a very, very rich Mormon couple. And, they're terrible. Um, <laughs> they are so scammy. Like to get into LuLaRoe as a distributor, as they call it, you had to buy $5,000 worth of leggings, basically. Yeah. Exactly. And you can't sell them. They didn't get to see like what leggings they were being shipped. They're terrible quality too. And they're, they, you know, they claim they're buying them at wholesale prices, but they're really not wholesale. They're, they're, buying them at basically retail and then they try to sell them for more than that when you can go buy leggings at Target for like $12, you know, that are like better quality. Um, it's insane. All like, these people like have lost so much money with LuLaRoe because people don't want to buy that stuff and they got scammed into thinking that it's your own business. You're oh. your own boss. But it's like, no, you're just the middleman essentially, but you're just buying all of this crap from this really, really unethical company. I I don't want to get too much into it because it would take up a lot of time, but you guys should look up the founders of LuLaRoe and look into them because it's 
really nasty, the stuff that they've done. And old distributors have, people who have gotten out of the MLM have talked about it on various like shows and podcasts. So look them up. They're bad news. (laughs) Yeah, because I didn't know. I just kept seeing like these Mormon girls on my um, Facebook feed posting constantly and like doing live stories of them selling these leggings and dresses. And I was like, what the fuck? I don't know what this is. And then one of my even almost bought one because I was like, oh, that dress looks, it was when I was Mormon. And oh, I was yeah, like, they oh, totally that dress here. is like um, really modest. And so, yeah. yeah, I'll go ahead and buy it. And then as soon as I started talking about it and found out the prices, I was like, that's so expensive and not like, yeah. the, like it looks like a basic dress like you get from Target. Like, why would I spend like $50 on this? Like, I know, because the no. person who bought that, the, what they thought was wholesale, they probably bought it for like, 35 bucks and so they have to mark it up to sell it at 50 bucks to make any kind of a profit even though you're like I could probably find that at Target for 25 um but it's supposedly like because it's LuLaRoe it it was cool and like people liked it there for a minute but I don't think anyone I don't even know if they're a thing anymore I think they might have gone out of business because they were struggling so bad I don't know I'll have to look into it I don't I can't because I want to say that this like one one girl in particular who I knew kept selling it and she was like she kept flying to like whatever events like conventions out west because she was like high up in the pyramid scheme and Ugh. she was like I just bought a new house for my husband and kids through all the money I made and was like posting pictures of like oh my god that's probably how much money she made throughout okay, the here's, year. Here's the thing I have to say about that. Okay, first of all. Number one, I bet she's lying. But if she's not, (laughs) I think that is so weird. It's such a weird thing. Like, no other job that I think of, do you see people posting like, oh, my God, thanks to my job, thanks to this certain job, they gave me this amount of a check, and now I bought a house. Like, no one else does that. Exactly. I, I swear they're lying about it. But then even if, okay, imagine if she's way high up. And she did get a really large check. Like, that woman was benefiting off of all of these people beneath her that got swindled out of at least $5,000. And she's, like, bragging about it. That's where her money came from, was from people who lost it. So I know. Ah, and and the, it's so gross either way. And the thing is, it's so gross. And the thing is that I saw other, like, mutual friends of mine who were selling for like they they started selling um under her or whatever uh-huh. and I was thinking that too I was like oh my god she's making so much money off of these people who yeah. lost all this money and they were like teachers and stuff which broke oh. my heart I was like they're already not making that much money oh. and like so that's oh. the thing like when, what we were saying earlier is that the victims here are a lot of times the people who like, yeah, it's annoying for us when we get the messages of people trying to sell us stuff like that's really annoying. But the real victims are the people who are actually in it that have given God knows how much money and are just like flailing, trying to even break even, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And another thing is that so kind of on that same topic, if they don't succeed at this, which like I mentioned before, they have less than 1% chance of succeeding. I'd just like to reiterate. But if they don't succeed, meaning they don't scam other people, (laughs) then 
they are told that it's their fault, that they didn't hashtag grind hard enough. You know, they didn't work hard enough. And it's not the product. It's not the company. It's them because they didn't put in enough work. And I want to say that that is really similar to Mormonism. Like, if you know how Mormons a lot of the time view ex-Mormons, they'll say that we're lazy or we just didn't try hard enough to make it, you know, to be righteous enough or, you know, blah, 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 whatever excuse. It's very similar of like that almost that shaming of someone who leaves. And that's why I think that MLMs really are similar to cults because they have that same mentality of like, if you didn't make it, it's your fault. And if you left, like you're just a stupid hater. Um, Very similar to how cults treat the members right and also I feel like you guys all these memories are coming back and there's so (laughs) many so it's also that I feel like MLMs and I keep saying it wrong like M&Ms M-L-M's um M&Ms um they yes it's definitely this like cult like mentality but also they manipulate with the religion thing like I remember I had to look it up because I was like did I did I make this up but and again, it's not just associated with Mormons. It, Mary Kay and Avon and Amway, all the same thing. And those aren't Mormon established. But in 2013, this girl I went to high school with, like, oh, I don't have to worry. She's definitely not going to listen to this podcast. She's Baptist, I think. Um, <laughs> she, I, she was, like, older than me. We were on the same soccer team, but never really, like, chatted. Like, I, I remember, like, her vaguely type thing. She sends me a message on Facebook <laughs> about Mary Kay, right? Uh-huh. And she goes on to this whole big spiel. And at the end, she's like, oh, with you living overseas, you would do so good. Get those women over there using it. And their family over here can order it from the website and have it sent to their house. Mary Kay is the best. Blah, 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 blah. I don't answer. So then <laughs> listen to this. So then two days later. So are you interested? Exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, question mark. Don't answer. Five days later. This is the best one. Okay, so I keep asking God to help me grow my (gasps) team at Mary Kay. And you keep coming to mine and popping up on my Facebook page. If you haven't listened to this call, I really think you should. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. And I was Mormon then. So I was legit kind of disturbed at that point because I was like, oh my God, maybe God is telling me that I need to sell because I've been paying all my money into tithing and I'm broke and, you know, maybe I can make money off of this. But thankfully, I had enough common sense to not do that. But Good. Yeah. I hate that they they totally use religion and God as as a thing. It's very common in a lot of these companies. Like, they're not afraid to just be openly religious, whereas, like, Many, uh, like pretty much all other, I mean, there are some like religious companies, but they're not as like, they don't flaunt it as much, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. But and I'm then, glad you didn't buy into it because that's also, it's like preying on the, it's, you know, it's like that prosperity gospel type stuff of like, oh, if you put money in, Heavenly Father will bless you and you'll get some out, you know, like, and he'll bless you with all this money, but you have to give some first type of thing. It's like the tithing thing, essentially. Exactly. And then, like, another one just recently, which it actually, like, pissed me off. I was, (laughs) 
I was close to saying something ugly, but I didn't. So, I mean, for most of you, you don't follow me on my personal Instagram. But, like, back in, I think it was October or something, I posted about under eye creams because I have really bad dark circles under my eye. And so I was like, oh, does anyone have any good suggestions for, like, creams to use under under your eyes or, like, a really great concealer? I should have known better that I can't trust folks to just send me actual recommendations, but instead they're like, oh, my God, let me roll up my MLM sleeves and, like, you know, harass them with tons of messages. So I didn't know that this person was into that. So she was like, creams, you definitely should um, vote for them. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. What kind of cream do you have? And she's like, girl, the best eye cream out there is called Active Hydration Bright Eye Complex and Redefined Multifunctional Eye Cream. And she was like, have you heard of it? So, again, I'm still thinking this is a legit recommendation. I'm yeah. like, oh, I haven't. Like, tell me more. Like, I need to try this. And she's like, yeah, I've been using it. And I'm astounded. I have a friend post hers before and after. And I'm like, oh, my God. Then she sends me the before and after picture. And I'm like, oh, wait. This is going to be an MLM. And she's like, I took the before picture and I can't wait to see my after. If you want to try it, blah, 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 blah. It's something that you can buy. It's called Rodin and Fields. Oh, God. Yes, I've heard of that. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, I can hook you up. And I was like, you can tell my tone completely changes from being excited to then I just send, I doubt it shipped to Germany. (laughs) (laughs) Good. And she's like, that's a good question. Let me figure it out. I don't respond. She sends another one. RNF isn't currently in Europe, but that will most likely change here. I'm happy to ship it to you. You can just Venmo me if you'd like. Ew. No. I don't respond. I don't respond. She sends another before and after photos. I don't respond. You guys, she sent me two audio messages asking me again about it. Why are they? They're so... Uh, like uh, they just don't let it go they're so persistent it's just it rubs me the wrong way because I'm like a I now think you're the fakest person I know because I don't trust you like if if I was selling a product that was my own and someone's and it was for under eye cream and someone was like oh does anyone have a suggestion I wouldn't be sneaky about it you know what I mean I would just respond and be like hey, I'm actually selling one that works really, really well, blah, blah, blah. But also, here are some other suggestions that aren't my own product. You know well, what right. I mean? Like, and, and be always, genuine about it. It's always so sneaky. They they never are upfront. I feel like, about what it is. Like, they'll message you about, about it and be like, do you want to know more? Like, blah, blah, blah. And they won't just, like, for example, I think I sent you, like, the face cream that I use. But I literally, what I did is I took a picture of it and sent it to you. I didn't exactly. like I didn't like try to sell you on it and be like, oh girl, there's this, there's this blah 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 product and blah blah blah. Do you wanna you wanna learn more? Like blah blah like oh my god, like if it's really that great, just show me what it is. <laughs> exactly. And even then you're not selling it to me as in you're making a profit. Like right. if you were just telling me that it was the best thing that you've ever used and it helped you, I'd be like, shit, I'm on it. I'm gonna go buy it. But this person was just like, oh, I'm a consultant and I'm going to sell it and you can Venmo me and like wouldn't let it go. And now I have really bad taste in my mouth after it and I don't trust you. And I'm kind of like, I don't even want you like for me, I don't try. I think you're fake. And I know that that maybe is harsh, but I felt taken advantage of in that 
it wasn't a sincere approach. It was just a way to make money off of me. And I'm like, you know what? No. Like, yeah. Leave me yeah. alone. I completely get it. So there was, uh, can, I, can I tell a little story? Yes, you can. <laughs> tell us stories. So there's this this gal that I went to high school with. I feel like it's the classic. So like we weren't even friends in high school. She wasn't even really nice to me. And she was this very Mormon, like super popular girl in high school. And she friended me on Facebook. And um, of course, she was working with it works, the one that has like those saran wrap things you you put on and it's supposed to make you look like thinner or toned or whatever. Oh, and I was like, oh God. And so she messaged me. Um, I don't have the messages because <laughs> you'll you'll hear why in a minute, but she messaged me asking, like, hey, you seem like such a great fit for my company. Like, would you want to work from home for me? Like, you just seem like this would be perfect. And you know, like how they do the love bombing, like they flatter you and tell you like yep. that you're you're so pretty and blah blah blah. Like you'd be perfect for ads, like, you know, you'd sell so much of this. And I'm like, I think I said something like, What is it? And then she didn't really, she just gave a vague description of it. And she was like, would you like to, I could send you a a trial kit, like for my price, it would be discounted. And I was like, no, I'm not interested. And I wasn't, I wasn't rude. I just, I think I said, no, I'm not interested. Thanks though. I'm not, I, I shit you not guys. She, she (laughs) messaged me. It was at least five more times, like nonstop and everything she would post on Facebook was about it works and like about her it works parties and these wraps and these stupid supplements and all this stuff and so finally I I just um removed her like I unfriended her right so it was a couple months later and I started seeing a whole bunch of other people that I was Facebook friends with uh, women that I had gone to high school with um they started posting these things on their Facebook that said if you could lose 10 pounds in a month, would you would you be willing to try these pills and and then tell oh. us how much weight you lost? And then they ha- and they had tagged her in it. Like so she had asked all these other girls to post this on their wall like for her and in like in response for doing that, she was going to enter them into this like giveaway, you know, like I, I'll give you a, I'll do a random drawing giveaway if you post this on your Facebook wall. And oh I was, so I was really annoyed. And I, so, <laughs> because not only is it an MLM, it's a weight loss MLM, which Ugh. is totally unethical. You're preying on vulnerable women, like asking them if they want to lose weight, which is so problematic and I hate diet culture. I hate it all. And then you're, you know, what she's really trying to do here is to get people interested to buy a kit from her to sign up underneath her in her downline. So I like commented on one of these ladies Facebook posts (laughs) calling her out. And I was like, I was like, you guys, first of all, all you women, you don't need to lose weight. You don't need someone telling you you need to take these pills to lose weight. This is totally unethical. And also, it's an MLM. And she's trying to get you to sign up underneath her. And I'm looking out for you. And I want you all to know you don't need this product. And you don't need to listen to this this company. And she got so 
pissed <laughs> off. She was like arguing with me in the comments and calling me a hater and saying that I didn't know what I was talking about. And I, and that she was helping people by helping them lose weight. And I wasn't having it. And I was just like, no, what you're doing is promoting eating disorders and taking people's money. And um, after a while of that. So much. Oh, and by the way, she is super Mormon. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, so she ended up blocking me, which is why. I don't have any of the messages because I didn't screenshot them in time. But that's just one example of like, there's so many layers of problems with these companies that it's almost hard. It's, we can just barely scratch the surface on this episode just because there's so much wrong with it, you know? There's so much. And a lot of it, too, is like, oh, God, you guys, it's so, so problematic. Exactly what you said. But especially because it, most of them, I would say predominantly all of them, target women and how they look. So either weight loss um, programs or whatever or makeup or the newest skin cream and facial yep. cream and blah, blah, blah. I remember even with the, the fucking Zango and the Tahitian Noni or whatever it's called, those juices – it first started off as like diet. Like it was supposed yeah. to be like, if you drink this twice a day, you will for sure lose weight. It burns your fat, blah, 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 blah. And then it turned from that to that it cures cancer. <laughs> like, that's a, that's another thing. Problems. They totally make all these claims that are not scientifically backed up at all. They do it like almost all of them do it. I swear, especially like you said, the health ones. And then also like the essential oil ones. <gasps> like, you know, they'll claim that they can cure all this stuff and the, they're, the ugh, people buy into it. And it's like, okay, I'll say this. I do like the smell of lavender essential oil that I will put in my Me air too. diffuser. I, I like the smell of it, but I'm not over here suggesting, like I saw um, one had shared like a post of this person claiming that, like, some type of essential oil will, yeah, like, cure your diabetes or cure your lupus, which reminded me of you, yes. Sarah, you have lupus. And I was like, oh, what are they doing? This is terrible. This is actually going to harm people if they believe this. Exactly. Which, when I was diagnosed with, well, I wasn't officially diagnosed in Germany. It's a whole other story. Um, with lupus, like I, I was Mormon and I remember people being like, oh, if you just use these Ugh. essential oils da, da, da. and I like I had this one roommate, bless her heart. And it's a mutual friend of me and Jay and Jay called him his her witch oils. He'd be <laughs> like, oh, there she goes with those witch oils because she had like the whole case of them and she had uh -huh. like the mini pack that she brought with her everywhere and anytime <laughs> I had like a headache or I was achy she would whip out those essential <laughs> oils or anytime my stomach was upset she was constantly putting like digestive shit it's called digestive oil in my food and in my drinks so I was like this isn't <gasps> helping my stomach it doesn't it's do anything worse if anything like yeah and I even remember once I had like a headache and she like grabbed my foot took my sock off and put some type of oil on the bottom of my foot it was like <laughs> and now your headache will be healed and I was like um no it's not <laughs> and then the best story of all which I think I've told this story already but it's even better because it's on point with this topic so when I was in Amsterdam 
with Jay and this friend, I told you guys I ate an entire piece of cake that wasn't edible. So you're only supposed to have a bite. I ate the whole damn cake in one (laughs) sitting, then thought it would be a good idea to go to a cafe in Amsterdam and smoke an entire blunt as well. Because why not? Which meant (laughs) I was high as fuck. Like I... You guys, I I don't even know how to explain this story and to emphasize how blazed I was. Like, I was hearing voices. I was convinced that I was a monster. I couldn't type out anything. And Jay was just, like, (laughs) constantly giggling because I had shit all in my teeth. And I was, like, (laughs) laughing the whole time and trying so hard to focus on every story. So this friend was with us and she's Mormon and I didn't want her to know that I was high. So I, so I told them I need to leave the restaurant and Jay was like, okay, let's, let's get her, let's get her to the hotel, blah, blah, blah. blah. So she tell, he tells our mutual friend, the Mormon friend that I was sick, that I felt like throwing up. So y'all in the cab ride back, she whips out those essential oils Gives me a few drops of peppermint oil on my palm and tells me to put it to my face. <laughs> so the whole cab ride back, I am so high, but I had the, I had my palm in my nose the entire ride back. And then walking to the hotel, I continued to just have my hand in my nose, like, the whole time. <laughs> And she was like, this will cure everything. And she put so much oil on me that night. I don't even know what else. And then the next day, I was like, I have to come clean. I wasn't sick. I was just high. But thank you for making me smell like peppermint. I do appreciate that. <laughs> That's amazing. I know I I actually like the smell of most essential oils. And, like, I have some. But I just think it's, <laughs> it's gross when they claim to cure things instead of, like – and claim that they are they have medical properties when they <sighs> don't <laughs> it makes me they think of, of the book educated where yeah, i'm like exactly. no you can't say that this is medically correct and as i told katie i mean i i work for a medical company like it's a it's a health tech company and i work with doctors all day long and i have never written or edited a published article that mentioned anything <laughs> about essential oils being a cure to anything. Right. So, and these are people who were certified doctors with many, many years of experience behind them and research. And none of that has ever come up in anything I've read. Yeah. So, and I also, don't know. I, just so think I wanted to tell people if you like essential oils, like how they, you know, smell or whatever, if you want to use them in your diffuser, don't buy Young Living or doTERRA oils. Like, don't, I I think it's really important that if we don't support MLM people, we also shouldn't buy the product because that just, you know, keeps giving them legitimacy. So I just order mine online. I think mine, it's a website called, I think, Piping Rock. They just sell, like, vitamins and stuff, but they have essential oils. And I just get those, like, for my diffuser. So that's something else I wanted to say, like, don't get suckered into buying a product from an MLM because that's basically like supporting it. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) And it's the same one like with, do you, do you remember Scentsy's? Yes. 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 Oh, that is exactly the same. Yeah. That's another one. (laughs) Oh, you guys, I can name them all day from when I lived in Utah. I'm telling you 
for especially people who aren't who never grew up Mormon or didn't live in Utah, like it's so every basically every product you touch is MLL product. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, it's insane. Um, this- so since these were the little like. Ah, it was like a wax plate that you put the scented wax on and it would melt and diffuse in the air. And mm-hmm. I remember my boss in Utah, who was Mormon, um, she had them all over the office and it was like, oh, my God, they smell so good. And then, of course, another person was like, oh, well, I can like you can buy them from me and I sell them. And I was like, oh, God, here we go again. <laughs> and then actually this Mormon girl who did like an internship in Berlin, I because this is a whole other story, but you know how Mormons feel pressured into saying yes to people staying at their places for free? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I say that because I used to be the person who would stay at someone else's house for free and thought that that was just okay. And then once I grew up and I was like, uh, actually, no, get your own hotel unless we're friends. I don't <laughs> right. know you. Like, right. Don't. Yeah, exactly. So I didn't know this girl, but the, the ward was like, oh, like, can she stay with you? Because she's only here for like a few weeks or it was like even a month I think I don't know she stayed in my room for a long time we were like room roommates and I remember her farewell like thank you present to me was a German Cincy candle thing and I had that (laughs) shit for years after she left like it just recently broke a few months ago oh how funny um yeah, it was hilarious. And I remember her going on to the scam like, oh, my aunt is actually the owner of it. So she was filthy rich, you guys. Like, filthy rich. Would piss me off even more because I was like, bitch, if you're that rich, get your own place to stay instead yeah. of in my room. Yeah. Um, but second of all, she, like, started the whole thing like, oh, I can leave a magazine for you and a catalog so that when you run out of candle, like, waxes, you can, like – contact her and or you could also be a consultant in Germany because we reached over here and we now have the market and I was like no I'm just gonna buy them from Walmart or wherever else like like that reminds me I used to have a, a coworker. she was a sweet older lady and um she got suckered in to being like a consultant for Sensi and she had you know you have to buy in and you have to buy like so much product that she ended up losing a bunch of money and she couldn't sell this I, I mean I think she was in her 70s and Aww. she couldn't I know and she couldn't sell it and so she ended up just giving me like a whole bunch of it and I used it but like I felt so bad for her and so like it's people like her who lose all their money and can't sell this product for someone like that lady's mom to just be like filthy rich and basically Guys her money yeah it makes me sick and and this company I worked for in Utah the same boss who had the Cincy um it was a HVAC company and um really lovely people I'm not speaking badly about them at all like very very lovely people um but the technicians would go out to these these mansions all over Utah County to service their equipment and they would come back and tell me it was like literally like million dollar mansions a crazy amount of money and almost every single time it would be an owner of one of these MLM companies and I would just be like that makes me sick because then you see all these other stories of these women who get into these like you know pyramid schemes thinking they're going to make money and they get into so much debt from it yeah. And it breaks my heart. Like, it's, I mean, I've read terrible. stories of them taking out like personal loans to get oh, started sure. and then can never pay them back. Like, like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in debt. And for some people, it like even 
breaks up their marriage. It's yeah. to that point. And they, you know, not only that, but then they lose friends because you don't want to, <laughs> you all, you lose friends because you're that pestery person who only talks about your MLM and no one trusts you anymore because you're constantly trying to sell this shit that you bought into. Like, exactly. So it ruins or- everything, not just your finances, but like your personal life too. I mean, I don't know. It just, y'all, it rubs me the wrong way so much. It it instantly puts me off. Even if it's, like, the best product ever, I'm like, nope, don't want it. Like <laughs> To me, it's like, if it was that good, then they should just it sell it. Through, uh, yeah, and they should just sell it at a retailer. Like, or make themselves a legitimate business and let me buy it online. Like, I don't want to exactly. have, this is sketchy. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I don't want to go through a consultant and no, fuck that. Like, I will buy it directly from a website, like a trusted, credited website and not through a consultant. Like, I just think it's weird. And yeah. And it's very fair that, like, you buy one thing one time. Because if you buy one thing, that person's going to keep pestering you. And their main goal is to get you to sign up to be a consultant as well because then they make money off of what you sell and make money off of you signing people up so it's like even if you're just like okay I'll buy this one thing one time it I feel like it just doesn't end there you know no never and it was I mean even I remember even my poor I think it was my mom I, I know it was my mom but I can't remember which which scheme she got caught up in um, it was a Mormon, of course, Mormon lady who got her into it. Oh, man. She My- was never a consultant or anything, but I remember maybe it was the oils. Yeah, it was. She kept... Oh, my God, Katie, you're right. It was because of the lupus thing because my mom has oh lupus. And she, like, this lady got her into essential oils and she, like, bought the book and she bought the diffusers and all the oils and, like, swore it would, like help with her lupus and my mom got me the book and the diffuser and the oils and all the stuff and I was like I appreciate I mean it was very sweet of my mother and I appreciate because she was just concerned but I was like she's just taking your money and it pissed me off like it made me so angry because I was like mom these don't like they smell lovely my room smells great but it does not cure lupus and it does not like it's not helping me in any way and it's just her taking your money like it's annoying Um, and then yeah. the last one, I know we're like over time, but I just want to go back to Herbalife. Oh God. That one, you guys. Okay. So for people who don't know about Herbalife, it's again, just targeted for women and it's a diet thing. And it was so popular in Utah where it's just like you buy these shakes and you're on this strict diet where you can only have two you have two shakes a day and you get one real meal a day oh oh my god that makes me think of another one too I'll circle back so in Utah was like I it wasn't my lowest I don't know I had a I mean we talked about this before I've had eating disorders in the past and like still have the mentality sometimes and when I was in Utah it was very very bad because everyone is obsessed about how they look like all the time you're constantly being like forced to think about how you look and the new best diet and the best new exercise and the fake tan and the fake eyelashes. And like, it's, it's so exhausting trying mm-hmm. to keep up with the looks. Yep. And so of course, Herbalife, I was like at one of my friends or colleagues, I can't remember who it was like, Oh my God, I swear I've lost so much weight. And like, 
It's so easy to do when you're never hungry and it's like the best diet ever. So me being that person who was obsessed with dieting and becoming as skinny as possible was like, yes, okay, so instead of starving myself, I'm going to do this and eat shakes because that's going to, not even eat shakes, drink shakes. Yeah. So I spent like, I can't even remember how much money it was to get these because you have to get like a starter kit and you have to get the shake mix, like the powders and this little like shake mix container that you put it in and it mixes up for you, like all this bullshit. So I bought it. And shockingly, did not lose weight. If anything, I probably put on weight because I just starved myself for a long time. As soon as I started eating, I just put on weight. So it's you have two shakes a day, which do not keep you full. And then you have to take all these supplements and these pills, like all kind of pills that went with it. And it was just the most it was so unhealthy, everyone, like so unhealthy, but not near as unhealthy as this diet fad in the in Utah that was a MLM which Katie I don't know if you remember this one I cannot remember the name of it so any listeners tell me it's so extreme it's you can only have 500 calories a day and what? you take these drops that are extracted from pregnant women's pee I'm oh, not kidding you okay. it's like hormones that are extracted oh, from pregnant women. You know what? This kind of sounds familiar. Yeah, it's from urine. Like they're and it's like in drops, and you take like three a day or something like that. What the it's hell? Supposed to like trick your body into thinking. I don't remember the the logic behind it, but oh, and before you start this diet, you're allowed to binge eat like for three days before so you just eat non-stop for three days before and then you have this extreme switch to the once you start it's 500 calories a day and these drops and I did that I kept seeing uh uh-huh I said that sounds healthy (laughs) oh so healthy but I had all these friends in Utah on it and they lost crazy amounts of weight. And I was like, oh, my God, like this seems so easy. And the cherry on top of it all is that they're all Mormons and they all prayed about it. And I prayed about it and was oh. like, God, help me lose all this weight because then I'll get a Mormon guy who will marry me and will be an internal companionship. And <laughs> if you just help me not be hungry. And, y'all, I shit you not, I did that for about – I think it was like a month before oh, no. my body just gave out because I had no energy. I went to bed starving every night. I couldn't sleep. I was also taking Adderall that time, I think, to suppress the hunger because Ugh. I was like, oh, that'll help me get by while taking these drops from a pregnant woman's pee. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what the hell I was thinking, but I... Ugh. I just was like, oh, everyone's so skinny from it. I'm going to try it. And it was like one of those things where, like, they were selling it and you had to buy it from them. And they suckered you in and it was easy to do it because they were, like, Mormons and told you to pray about it. Basically, like, you do about the Book of Mormon. And you're like, I get a warm fuzzy and I want this desired outcome. I don't care if I just basically starve myself for a month and I'll pay Mm -hmm. someone to do it and have pregnant woman pee. (laughs) Guys, it's, I have to look up what it was. I'm going to find it or if someone beats me to it before we publish this and like, yeah, let me know. But I, I will look 
for it was insane it was so unhealthy like I uh, while we're on this topic of the weight loss ones I know we're over but I have one more thing yes, I want please. to add to this because this is actually a really good story so my cousin she's Mormon um and she uh she told me this story about someone like contacted her because she they were like oh um, and which also this is like really predatory and weird is they like contacted her through Facebook and were like do you want to lose weight I have these supplements which is like what the hell like get out of here like don't just assume someone wants to lose weight anyway so it made her feel bad right by like basically telling her she was overweight and that she had these products that would help her well this was a lady from it works again the rap people and she was like I have this kit I can send to you and I'll give it to you for a discount and my poor cousin was like basically embarrassed because she'd just been told she was overweight and was like okay I'll try it like what the heck so she bought this kit from this lady and she mailed it to her and she tried out one of the wraps on one of her arms because she wanted to see like what if it would even look any different so she just put it on one arm and of course nothing happened (laughs) so (gasps) she like took a picture she had a like a picture before and a picture after and it looked exactly the same and she sent she sent the lady those pictures and were like it didn't change anything on my arm and I'm like I don't think these work. And I think the lady just basically didn't even respond, like didn't offer her a refund or anything. So she just puts the products in a drawer. Maybe she threw them away. I can't remember, but she just got rid of them and didn't think much of it. Well, then for that whole next year, for a whole year, she like was going to like all these workout classes and eating really healthy, but just like basically, you know, living like a normal, healthy life, like nothing crazy or extreme. But she ended up losing, like, a you know, a significant amount of weight just from being a little more active and whatever. Yeah. And so that next year, she had post she posted, like, a before and after of her weight loss. And it was, like, this really nice post of where she was, like, I don't care about, like, the number on the scale, but I just feel better and I've been moving my body more and I feel happier. So I'm celebrating, like, this victory um, for myself. Well, like... I guess after she posted that, the lady who sold her the It Works box, like, commented on her post and put hashtag It Works. (gasps) And then, and she didn't think much of it, I guess, at the time. But then she ended up clicking on the hashtag and she realized that these people had taken her photo. They (gasps) took her photo and they cropped off her face. And they like put the border of It Works around it with the It Works logo and were using her as like promotional, like marketing material. And she like tried to report that is the so photo. Shit. Yeah. She like reported the photo and she complained to the lady who sold it to her. And the lady was basically just snarky and like anything that's on that's on the internet, like we can use to promote, like it's free. No, you can't. That's not legal. I know. It was just this crazy, crazy thing. And so now she's and, you know, and she's Mormon. She got totally suckered into this because it was another Mormon selling this to her, basically making her feel bad about how she looked. Like you were saying, like it's that because she lives in Provo. It's like yep. everything looks the same. You're supposed to be super duper thin. And she totally got scammed and she paid for that stuff that just didn't work. And then she got double scammed because they used her photo that was just of her living her day-to-day life. Which So it's extra skeevy. Oh, my God. I hope she like got them to take it down because it really isn't legal you have to especially the fact that they changed her photo 
and <laughs> admitted to using it. Like you have to have your consent. I know. I, yeah, I'll have to follow up with her and and see if she's heard any more about that because I just That's talked. That was just a little while ago. I know. So, <laughs> anyways, my main moral of this that I wanted to get across in this episode is that MLMs are bad and stay away and don't support them. And, um, yeah, it's very prevalent in Mormon culture. And so, be aware, Ugh. be on the lookout, don't get scammed. <laughs> don't take injections of women, pregnant women's <laughs> hormones. Guys, I found it. It's called the. Katie, you'll remember it now, I bet. HCG diet. <gasps> I 100% remember yep. that now. Yep. Ew. I just Googled it, and as soon as I, I just typed in diet fad, pregnant women urine, and it pops up HCG diet that restricts your diet to 500 calories a day and daily injections of urine from pregnant women. That's so gross. <laughs> oh. Guys, right. if any of you out there are doing that, stop it immediately. Stop okay. it right now. It's so unhealthy for you. Just stop it. In fact, if anyone feels like they have to do any type of restrictive diet, get off. Like, yeah. go eat some food. Humans need food. And don't buy <laughs> stupid shake mixes from people who are scamming you. Just, just eat food. Just eat food and do it in moderation and go for walks. Like Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. <laughs> All right. Anyways, well, guys. You, wanna say, you wanna say anything else be- before we close up? Closing prayer. Like we're gonna have to do a second episode because all of these memories are just coming back and there are so many. Yeah. So we'll have to follow up and maybe do a, a round two episode. Yeah, that'd be good. But yeah, yeah, other than that, um, we love you guys. Thanks for your support as always. And if you haven't voted for us to get the award, the Brody Award, please go do that. It's MainStreetPlaza.com and vote for us. And also, if you haven't given us five stars on iTunes, please do. That yeah. would be great. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you Thanks. later. Bye. Bye.